The preseason watch list for college football's greatest awards has officially begun, and an Arizona State running back has been nominated for the preseason watch list for the Doak Walker Award. Who is it? We're going to talk about that in just a moment on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. Remember, we are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you would like to check us out in a visual platform. But wherever you do get those podcasts, make sure that you hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so that you get updated every time we post a new episode. Hopping into today's conversation, and this is something we're going to be covering for a little while now. The preseason award uh, watch or the the preseason watch lists for college football's most prestigious awards is beginning to come out. So we had uh, we we've had a few that have come out already, including the Maxwell Award, which naturally uh, no Arizona State player is going to get nominated for that. The Maxwell Award, of course, being the best quarterback award. I love Emory Jones. He's not a guy that you should be putting on that list. Who knows? Maybe he surprises and has a Heisman season this year. I mean, every Arizona State fan is 100% here for that. But looking at the Doak Walker Award. Now, the Doak Walker Award is handed out to the nation's top running back. This year, they nominated Zazavian Valade, which is interesting to me. But it's also not totally surprising, considering Valaday is a two-time thousand-yard rusher during his uh, stint with the Wyoming uh, Cowboys before transferring to Arizona State. He definitely has production to back up being put on the list. So, uh, career numbers in four years. If you've listened to the podcast before, you've heard this a million times. If you haven't, then I'll inform you. Uh, he ran for just shy of thirty-three hundred yards. He's got nineteen rushing touchdowns. He tallied on another 584 receiving yards on 51 catches with two more touchdowns. So while this guy isn't necessarily getting in the end zone a lot, he is making the most out of his touches, averaging 5.7 yards per touch in his career. For what it's worth of the receiver, it's 11.5, it's 5.2 as a rusher. So this guy definitely knows how to create when the ball is in his hands. Now he's going to Arizona State in a wide open offense with a lot of targets vacated because of the departure of Rashad White in the backfield. They didn't really get they didn't really get Chip Trianum involved last year. And Daniel Nagata is incredibly unproven. And also a guy who has not been that much involved in the uh passing game for Arizona State. So Valade can definitely come in and seemingly take over that Rashad White role. So if he is, in fact, able to do this, then, yeah, I can totally understand how Valade gets on this list. Now, what kind of shocks me is, well, kind of, but kind of not shocks me, is the absence of Daniel Nagata on this list. This, to me, tells me that the people who are keeping an eye on this award are 
assuming that Xavier Valaday is going to be the guaranteed starter. The problem is I don't know if Arizona State has a you know guaranteed starter. We've talked before about how, in my opinion, this is a 1A, 1B backfield with Danny Legata and Xavier Valaday likely to split a lot of time together. You look at what Arizona State has done in the last 10 years, and all signs point to that. You had your DJ Foster uh, move from running back to wide receiver to get more opportunities because behind him was Demario Richard and Kalen Balaj. You had when DJ Foster first got to the program, Marion Grice was there. Uh, Cameron Marshall was there a little before him. Uh, Arizona State just loves having a plethora of running backs. And because of that, you are just shuffling guys around. And for better or for worse, it doesn't necessarily give a lot of guys opportunities to shine. What Eno Benjamin did back in 2019 or 2018, 2018, when he set the single season rushing record for Arizona State, it was kind of unheard of for the Sun Devils to be that reliant on one player. And it was special. I mean, he just absolutely romped his way all over the field. He was crushing any opposition that was ahead of him. And he truly was a massive difference maker. But Eno Benjamin was also a special talent, in my opinion. I'm not saying that Validate isn't. But I don't know if Valaday immediately stands out on the roster the way that Eno did because there really wasn't much behind Eno. I couldn't even tell you who was on the roster at the time. But Valaday has competition, which is going to hurt his ability to get 200, 250, 300 touches. I just don't think it's in the folds. And it's not a Zazavian Valaday problem. It is simply the way the offense is run. It has nothing to do with Valaday because I equally expect Daniel Nagata to get a lot of touches. In fact, I feel like he may be a, a heavy sleeper for the award. I, I want to so badly say that he should have been on the watch list, but at the same time, I just can't, I can't pull myself to do it because I'm I'm refusing to wear my rose-colored glasses. Arizona State can't have two running backs on the Doak Walker list. This isn't Alabama. This isn't Wisconsin. We are not capable of doing that. Now, it wouldn't surprise me if by the end of the year you had two guys who rushed for 700 yards each, but that doesn't get you the Doak Walker Award. I think Arizona State's just going to have a very, very potent rushing attack. You know, that doesn't even include a couple guys who are brand new to the program like Tevin White. It doesn't include Deontay Elliott, who has had very, very, very sparing opportunities and could be the number three back for the team, which they value because Daniel Legata was the number three back last year and had right around 50 total touches. This is, this is an offense that doesn't necessarily lean on one guy specifically. So I guess my initial reaction here is I'm very happy that Valaday made this list. I think he deserves to make this list because he has proven that he is an incredibly productive and incredibly valuable and incredibly deadly weapon when the ball is in his hands. The only thing is I just don't know how much true opportunity he's going to get in an offense that is likely going to shuffle a lot of guys around. Let's go ahead and hop into our first break. When we return, we're going to go over what Valaday has to do in order to win the award. We'll discuss that in just a moment. This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. From the people who invented healthy and tasty, 
comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing coconut brownie chunk built bar by now. But guess what? Our friends at Built have done it again and they have created the coconut brownie chunk built puff. That's right. They're giving it the puff treatment, which is the built bar flavor that you love in chewy, delicious marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of chocolatey goodness. But stop drooling and listen. They're good for you. They're low calorie, they're low sugar, they're high in protein, and they're delicious. Coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time. So go to build.com now and make sure you don't miss out. They're going fast because they taste amazing. All built bars are built with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. The best part about built puffs is, of course, they taste amazing, but you can enjoy them guilt free because they're actually good for you. They're the perfect treat. Perfect for when you've got a craving, you need to satisfy your sweet tooth, or you just need a quick, healthy snack. They're an excellent source of protein. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet, brownie, creamy marshmallows. Stop fantasizing. Get to Built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk built puffs right now. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Which NFL stars move the betting line the most? Starting July 18th, Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online. Available July 18th on Locked On NFL, wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Guys, that means it's been going on for a couple of days now. You need to check it out. It is worth it. If you're a big NFL fan, then you're going to love the rankings because it starts and generates conversation. And you can get mad online if you want. But regardless, make sure you check that out and get involved in the conversation. Speaking of conversations, back to Zazavian Valade. So here's what he needs to do in order to reach the Doak Walker Award status. Because it's a lofty goal. He basically has to run the table in this backfield. He needs to be Rashad White. And even then, he's got to be better because Rashad White was not a Doak Walker finalist, despite the fact that he was a thousand yard rusher, put up right about 1,500 scrimmage yards, and scored 16 touchdowns. Was not a Doak Walker Award finalist. It is a very difficult award. And unfortunately, this is a very, very good era of running backs right now. You got Bijan Robinson from Texas. I really wish. He pronounced it Bihan because my inner Mortal Kombat fan would just totally geek out over it. But I'm 90% sure it's Bijan Robinson. If it is Bihan, then that just makes me very, very happy. Uh, you've also got, uh, I think it's David Aiken, but there's a kid named Aiken down at Texas A&M who's going to command a lot of attention. One of my favorite guys, Travion Henderson up in Ohio State, is also going to be one of the heavyweight favorites. Uh, there's a guy in Minnesota who is slipping my mind at the moment. Uh, Jameer Gibbs transferred from Georgia Tech over to Alabama, and we all know how much Alabama loves their run game. He's also a heavy favorite. Nonetheless, validate on this list. So the starting, the starting criteria is very obvious. He has to outperform all of the competition, not just in, in the nation, but on his own team as well. Valade has to look 
just leaps and miles better than everyone else on the roster. Daniel Nagata, I think, is a very good running back. If you've heard, if you've listened to the podcast before, you know what I'm about to say. If you haven't, listen up. I think Nagata is Eno Benjamin Light. I think this is this is just a like a, like a store brand. He's like the RC Cola version of Eno Benjamin. I think he could very much surprise and be a really good player for Arizona State. But Valaday needs to outperform that. It's not impossible. In fact, I wouldn't put it past him. This is definitely a guy who has proven production. There's no reason he can't come to Arizona State and seize this backfield for himself. Let's not completely put that out of the picture. Looking at outperforming the rest of the nation, that's difficult. Let's not forget, I I actually forgot to mention him, and shame on me, Braylon Allen in Wisconsin was a 1,000-yard rusher as a 17-year-old kid. That's absolutely insane. You have a lot of really good running backs across the nation. So it starts with outperforming his own team. It continues with finding a way to be at least top five, probably in the top three in rushing yards, which is going to be north of 1,500 at, at a minimum because you've got guys like Braylon Allen, especially Braylon Allen, who is going to flirt with 2,000 rushing yards this year. So you're going to need to put up those kind of numbers, which is well over 100 yards a game. That is difficult for anyone to do, let alone an Arizona State running back. Eno Benjamin had the uh, career season at Arizona State where he had 1,600 rushing yards. You're going to have to beat that. You're going to have to just put up better numbers. Now, you can do it consistently which is ideal, or you can have big chunk games where you have a couple 70-yard games, but then you have a 200-yard game sprinkled in there. If you're consistent with just 100 yards, 100 yards, 100 yards, that looks good too. But it's it's a matter of finding a way to get those numbers up and look really good. You also got to get in the end zone. This is not something he's done a lot of in his career. He's got 21 touchdowns in four years. That's five a year. He's got to find a way to get 21 touchdowns at Arizona State, probably. That's where the conversation starts. You get that 16 to 1700 yard mark, you get 20 touchdowns, you're in the conversation at least. Another really important factor here, and, and I mean, this is an unfortunate factor because this has nothing to do with the Xavier Valade, but it is something that voters are going to take into account, especially being on the West Coast. You have to just lift up Arizona State. And it's not fair to ask. But you got to do it. You got to carry this team. Literally. Literally carry it. If Arizona State shows that how potent this offense can be, at least from a rushing perspective because of how good Zavian Valade is and Arizona state finds himself putting up 25 plus points a game because Valade is getting in the end zone so much and he's setting up short fields for them. That's going to really boost his chances. There's, there's a lot of moving parts as far as how we're going to get Zavian Valade into a true conversation for being the Doak Walker award winner. But that's kind of my overall blueprint. 
It starts with outperforming everybody at Arizona State, being the guy, making it so Nagata only gets 10 touches a game instead of 15, and finding a way where Valade goes from 15 touches to 25 touches. That's where it starts. After that, you got to outperform the rest of the nation. I'm not saying you need to have number one stats across the board. That's not necessarily the case. You have seen winners before who weren't the leading rushers in the nation. It's not a it's not a shoe in, but you do need to be in that top five, if not top three range. You got to score a boatload of touchdowns. You have 21 in your career. I'm not going to lie, man. You you probably need to double that if you want to get in that conversation. You need to prove that Arizona State is capable of winning football games because of you. Because when you're doing that, everyone's going to look and they're going to be like, holy cow, have you seen what Xavier Valade is doing for Arizona State? This kid's special. That's the conversation you need to generate in order to really put yourself in a position to end up winning the Doak Walker Award. Let's go ahead and hop into our final break. When we return, we're basically just going to do one last quick little overview, my final thoughts on his on his inclusion on the preseason watch list. This is the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. And make sure that you guys are staying in touch with the Locked on Pac-12 podcast hosted by Spencer McLaughlin going over everything Pac-12 in 30 minutes or less. Just like the Locked on Sun Devils, it's free and available on all platforms. So make sure that you make that your second listen after you're done listening to the Locked on Sun Devils. Final thoughts here. It is, it's a stretch to say the least. But I really want to echo my thoughts. It is not a valid a problem. It is not his fault that he's such a long shot for the award. If Vegas had odds for him, it'd be pretty, pretty good odds. It's not his fault. It has everything to do with the offense that he's in and the team he's playing for. Right now, he should be doing everything he can to stand out and get NFL teams to look his way. He can do that as a receiver. He's a very good receiver. That's something that Arizona State doesn't have right now at the running back spot. We don't know if Daniel Legata is capable of doing that. We don't know if Deontay Elliott is capable of doing that. We don't know if Tevin White is capable of doing that. We do know that Valade can. So Valade has an in for the offense right there. He is going to be their go-to in the passing game. That's huge. That's going to get him on the field a lot more. The next step is proving that you're a great runner. Based off of his 5.2 career yards per carry and never less than 5.1 in any season he's played, yeah, I feel pretty good about him continuing to be a valuable like yard, uh, chunk yards kind of player. I think he is more than capable of maintaining that kind of production. The problem remains there's a lot of mouths to feed. By the way, we didn't even mention that Emory Jones is the quarterback, and Emory Jones led the Florida Gators in rushing yards last year with over 700. 
He led them. Not Damian Pierce, who's in the NFL now. Not any other running back on the roster. Emory Jones did. It is not a long shot that he could do it again. These are not Zazavian Valaday issues. The only thing that would truly be holding him back is everything I just listed. But if the stars align, I don't know. He could really surprise people. Where I would be very interested is how close could he get to a first-team Pac-12 selection? I'm not sure what's going on with the running backs in the Pac-12 right now besides Zach Charbonnet getting NFL hype over in UCLA. By the way, he's another guy who was on the Doak Walker watch list. But if Valaday has everything lined up for him, he could live up to this status. But again, he's got to have the yards, particularly rushing. He's got to have the touchdowns. That's the big one. He's got to help find a way for Arizona State to play winning football. And it sucks because that shouldn't be on his shoulders. But if he wants to win this award, that's pretty much the situation that he has found himself in. That being said, we're going to go ahead and call it quits here on this edition of the Locked on Sun Levels podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. As always, remember we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. If you would like to like and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you do get your podcast, make sure you turn on those notifications as well so that you get updated every time we put out new content. If you're on Twitter, do me a favor and give me a follow at RichieBrads36. Follow the podcast while you're there as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. And if you're interested in more Sun Devils content, go ahead and like at all Sun Devils as I am now the deputy editor over there. And I will be putting out content on the daily for you guys to absorb as we get closer and closer to Arizona State Sun Devils football. But until next time, guys, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.